Hey, hey, sister friend, happy Monday. We are diving right into the thick of things today, getting real about weight loss plateaus, because honestly, they're frustrating and they're real. They happen. I've faced them. And we all know in our heads, we know logically that weight loss is not linear, that it's not going to be this exact science in this exact same pattern day after day. But if you've been stuck in one spot for a while, you know that something's not working. You know that something needs to change, but it's frustrating and you feel like you've looked at every single possibility that it could be and you just can't figure it out. It's frustrating. It is so frustrating. I have been there. So today we're going to go over what defines a weight loss plateau. So you can actually realize if you are in the midst of one, and we're also going to go over five things that you can do to break through one of these, no matter how long you've been in it, no matter what you've tried, one of these five things will be the breakthrough you need to get through this weight loss plateau. So grab a notepad, grab a pen or open the notes in your phone and you're gonna be getting tangible things you can do today. So make sure you write them down, make sure that you're taking notes if you're in the midst of a weight loss plateau. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get discipline and lose weight and you're not afraid of a little tough love. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. I believe that we mamas have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen no matter what, and do it in a way that inspires the world and sets a beautiful example of healthy living for our little ones. My mission is to help you uncover that ability and live a life of confidence and consistency. Hey, I'm Liz, and I've been where you are. I gained more than the suggested amount of weight in both of my pregnancies, but with sustainable habits, consistency, routine, and taking hold of my thoughts, I lost it all in just over a year, both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, truly break free from the perfectionism that is holding you back, and finally feel your best, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. It's time to get disciplined so you can live a life of consistency and true confidence, mama. We're about to transform your postpartum journey. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. Okay, real quick before we dive into this, I gotta ask you, are you frustrated about falling off after a few weeks and you're just super, super tired and annoyed with trying to be consistent and you just can't be? Do you feel like the day is getting the best of you instead of feeling like you're owning your day? Do you feel like you need someone to just speak life and encouragement into you and give you tangible things you can do right now, like literally right now to start making a change? Oh, it's me. Hey, (laughs) I'm your tough love mentor. Literally, I can be in your back pocket if you want me to. And I can't wait to help see you through those issues, whatever it is that you're facing. If you need help in your postpartum weight loss habits, your mindset, the routines that you have in your day to day, and just getting a hold of your schedule maybe your outlook on your body image or how you're approaching your day-to-day, what your habits are, what habits you need to have and which ones you can let go of, whatever it is, let's grab a one-hour session and map that out. Let's sit down and chat about what the issues you're really facing and I will give you tangible, tried and true tips that are going to get you out of that rut, whatever it is. So head to the link below in the show notes and I will see you on that call. I cannot wait to serve you there and help you figure out whatever it is that you're facing and that's keeping you stuck. So let's get you unstuck today, okay? Okay, so 
weight loss plateaus. Let's dive into them. Let's be real about them, what they are, how frustrating they can be, and what to do about it when you're in the midst of one. Again, weight loss is not linear, but if you've been there for a while, you know that something's not working, something needs to change. And to add to the frustration here, weight loss plateaus don't have an exact definition. It's not, you've been at this weight for this exact amount of time equals a weight loss plateau. Nothing out there can define it for you. But for the most part, we know that if the scale has stopped moving for a certain amount of time and the efforts aren't matching the results that we would expect in that situation and the scale is not moving in the direction we would expect it to, that's when we can define a weight loss plateau for ourselves. So many things factor into weight loss, but I'm here to keep it simple. We're not going to overcomplicate things. We are going to keep it simple because one of these things, you might just need a little tough love, a little truth spoken into you to break through that and truly recognize that simple thing that's holding you back that you know you need to address and just address it. So let's dive into it. Let's go. We all know and understand the fact that weight loss takes time. And for me personally, it takes about a year plus each time to lose all of the weight from pregnancy. And it should take a longer amount of time because that's what makes weight loss sustainable. Especially if you have a significant amount of weight to lose, you don't want to lose, you know, 30 pounds every single month because it's going to be harder to keep that off over time. Your body can't adapt to the way it needs to change its functioning. So it needs to be longer term and approaching weight loss in general with that mindset is integral. It's so important because it keeps you from feeling discouraged. Let's talk about a normal timeline for most moms. So initially at birth, there's that initial weight loss. That's super normal from baby, from fluids, from uh, amniotic fluid and your placenta and all of those things leaving your body. There's always going to be that initial postpartum weight loss. And then after that, there's a slow and steady trending downward, but it's not always going to be linear. Often you can't see my hands right now, but there's this graph and you can picture it in your head where it goes down a little bit, then it flattens. It might go up a pound and then down a little bit more. That's how it's going to trend, but it should trend downwards if that's what your goal is and what you're working towards. So you might have one pound one week, and then maybe two weeks later, it's three pounds and then no pounds for like four weeks and then up a pound and then down another three pounds and then up a pound and then down two. It's not linear. It is not linear. That's how both of my postpartum journeys have looked. So be encouraged if you're facing that and frustrated. That's normal. That is normal. That's our body, the time of month, our milk supply, the time of day we're weighing ourselves. All of those are factors that play into that non-linearness. I think I just made up a word that play into that. So be encouraged that you're not alone in that. It's not linear. I hope that just broke you free right now from that expectation but it will not be linear, but it should trend downwards. It should be this, if you, you know, take a step back and look at the big picture, if you're working towards weight loss, it'll look like it's trending downwards. Even if once you zoom in, it's kind of going up and down and up and down. That's expected. I've had those weeks and even a couple months at a time where it just stops. The longest quote plateau that I've experienced was this past summer I was about 15 pounds for my pre-kids weight. So I had about 15 pounds left to lose from my up and down and up and down after two pregnancies and two years. And I was frustrated, to be totally honest with you. I was really frustrated because I felt like I was doing all the things and I was eating not 100% well. I would say maybe like 70-30 
you always hear that 80, 20 rule, right? Well, I was maybe 70, 30. We were traveling a lot. I wasn't sleeping great. There were a lot of factors playing into that plateau, but my mind started to go to the place of maybe this is just where my body wants to be. Like, I guess, I guess after kids and the way my composition has changed, maybe this is just my new happy weight for my body. Maybe this is just where it wants to be. But deep down, I knew that wasn't the case. I knew I could feel healthier and more confident. I knew that the scale probably could go down a little bit more. I just wasn't willing to face the fact that there were things I could be more disciplined with. Uh, And there were a few things I did to finally break through those last 15 pounds, break through that plateau I faced this past summer. And I'm going to give you those five things today. So let's dive into them. Number one, I changed up my workouts. If we're spending a long amount of time doing the same exact workouts and moves and types of exercise, maybe it's just running, 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 or maybe you're doing the same 10 workouts week after week after week. If you're doing that, your body starts to get used to the moves, get used to the amount of weight that you're using during workouts. It's actually called training adaptation and your body. It's a good thing. Your body's getting better at those exercises it's doing, but it needs to be challenged. Like anything else in life, growth doesn't happen without a little bit of discomfort and change. And so we have to do the same for our bodies in our workouts. Now, At the end of the day, I will give you a little insight secret. Weight loss in itself is energy expenditure. So at the end of the day, calories in, calories out, that how much you're expending versus how much you're taking in is what leads to weight loss. But our bodies will burn things better. It will use energy better if we're constantly changing up the types of exercises we're doing and giving it variety, challenging our bodies. So ideally, you want to change up the types of exercises you're doing or programs or workouts every six to eight weeks. So every two months, approximately, you don't have to completely, if you love going on long walks with your kids, you don't have to completely cut that out. But if that's the only thing you're doing, add in some strength training. If all you're doing is strength training, add in some more cardiovascular support and just give your body some variety. Uh, Give your body different levels of intensity, different movements. Maybe if you do rest days on Wednesdays, change it to Fridays, just change it up, surprise your body. That goes a long way in helping your body progress. The second thing I want you to check in on is your sleep. And again, we'll go over nutrition in a little bit and a couple more points, but all of these come back to how your body's using energy, how efficiently it's working, which ultimately helps you expend energy better. So number two thing I want you to do is check your sleep. (laughs) And as moms, let's be real. Sleep can be hard to come by. It can be hard to be really intentional about this. Some of this is not in our control. So if you're sitting here going, but I can't get more sleep. My kids are waking up four times at night. This is just a season where I can't prioritize this. Okay. I'm not telling you that you can, you know, it's, I've been in those seasons too. Um, but down the road, if you face a weight loss plateau and you're really frustrated, and this is the one last factor that you do have a little bit control over, you know, you can take these, these tips and this advice about checking your sleep later on, but it is applicable for some moms. So I want you to check in on your sleep. If that is something that you have some control over right now, and we all do have control over our bedtime when we're going to bed. So We have that there. Lack of sleep or poor sleep affects literally everything that our body does from brain function, impulse control, which again ties to food choices and nutrition, right? Impulse control can be hard. 
And if you're lacking sleep, it is that much harder and how our body systems function. It also helps recovery. So if you're doing workouts and you're not sleeping well, maybe you're working out less because you're sore. So then you're not expending as much energy and that's could be why you're plateauing. So there's so, like I said, there's so many factors with this, but sleep really does play into it for a multitude of reasons. Some of those are that, um, again, we're not fully in control of when baby's waking up, but we can control what we can control. And I want you to focus on those things. So if there's absolutely no area of sleep that you can put some control in, okay. But if there are a few things that you can control, do that. Some things that have helped me sleep better, even when my kids were waking up at night was turning off the monitor, like the screen on the monitor. I didn't learn this for probably, man, seven or eight months after my first was born, which I regret because that blue light was in my face while I was trying to sleep. And I just could not get shut eye. I was not getting restful sleep. I did not feel rested when I woke up in the morning, even if I slept for like nine hours. So turn the video off, keep the sound on if you want to. I ended up turning the sound off too, because it was just not helping me sleep well. Get to sleep earlier if you can. If there are certain days where you are just physically exhausted, but you want to get up early to get whatever done, there are days it's okay to sacrifice that early wake up time. Sleep in a little bit later if you need to. Sleep is really important for so many reasons. So check in on your sleep. See what little tweaks you can make to help yourself sleep better. You know, keeping your room cold. There's so many things. If you just Google what's the best environment for sleep, there's probably a couple tiny things you can tweak that'll help you. So check in on your sleep. Number three, if you're facing a weight loss plateau, I want you to check your stress levels. Okay. Again, we're talking about sleep. We're talking about stress. You're like, Liz, I can't control these things. I know. I know. Motherhood is stressful. There are so many things that come up that just add to our load, but stress does affect our hormones. And cortisol is one of those things. And stress, as we know, raises our cortisol levels, whether we're facing physical stress, like overexercise, whether we're facing emotional stress, we're not coping well with the stresses of motherhood, or maybe there's relational stress going on. Raising cortisol levels actually relate to an increase in appetite. And again, that can lead to eating more, which can lead to that plateau and leads us to nutrition. Um, like I said, at the end of the day, so check your stress levels, see if there's any ways you can find better ways to cope. Maybe you just need a little bit more sleep. Maybe you need to go from exercising six days a week to five maybe you need to go talk to someone about just how you're coping, whatever it is. Stress does raise our cortisol levels and cortisol has been known to increase our appetite. So let's make sure that we are checking our stress levels and trying to do about it. What we can again, control what you can control. That's all I'm asking you to do. And at the end of the day, I'm keeping it simple here. A lot of this all it all does come back to nutrition. It comes down to energy consumed, versus energy used, i.e. calories in, calories out. Now, I don't count calories. I'll go into nutrition later on, but I'm going to split this nutrition aspect into points four and five because there are two different ways to look at you. There's so many ways to look at nutrition, but these are two things that have helped me break through a weight loss plateau that will also help you. So the fourth one, track what you eat, track what you eat. And I'm not saying like down to the gram of protein and calories and sugar. I'm not, no, do not get obsessive. Just write down what you eat and how much. And bonus is how you're feeling before and after, you know, make little notes. If you were like super, super stressed, and then you went and ate half a bag of popcorn or 
you know, five of your kids' mini muffins, whatever it is, write down how you were feeling before. Feelings, maybe a physical feeling, hunger cues. I, I mean, I've been to points where I'm so hungry, I'm like shaky and I'm like, wow, I guess I haven't eaten for five hours. Whoops. I don't know how I I used to not believe people when they said they would forget to eat, but I understand now. (laughs) So it's okay if you forget to eat too. It happens to me sometimes, but track what you're eating, write it down. Not obsessively again, but just keep, maybe keep a piece of paper in your kitchen, uh, use the notes app on your phone, but write down what you eat, how much you're eating of it. And just be honest, like this is feedback. This is purely feedback, okay? It does not define your worth. It does not define you being good or bad or doing well or doing poorly with your nutrition. It is simply feedback for you to go, oh, wow, when I'm feeling overtired and I'm staying up for whatever reason, instead of going to bed, I'm constantly in the kitchen every like 15 minutes, you know, right down the times of day that you're eating stuff too. You might get some really, really good insight as to what your patterns and behaviors and habits are around food. And it's like I said, it's just feedback for you to help learn your hunger cues, why you're eating, what emotions are tied to what types of food you're eating. You might realize, oh my gosh, I'm only eating vegetables every other day. I've been there. I'm only saying this because I've been there. So again, it does not define you as good or bad or doing well or doing poorly. It just makes you more mindful and That is the baseline. That is the foundation of good nutrition is being mindful about what you're doing and knowing that you're in control of those choices. And another fun thing of just keeping paper out, knowing that you're going to write down what you eat is a form of accountability in itself. Even if you don't plan to share it with anyone or tell anyone that you're doing it, just having that paper out there, you're like, oh, do I really want that extra bar of dark chocolate right now? Or do I just feel like I want it because I'm stressed out? So sometimes just having that paper out there, knowing that you're going to just track what you eat, food journals, another word for it is a really good form of accountability. So that's, that's the first half of nutrition. The second half of nutrition is calculating exactly what your body needs on a caloric level. Now caloric need is very specific person to person. It's very unique. And even as we progress over time, as our goals change, as our weight changes, as our lifestyle changes, our caloric need will change. It won't change as much as it does person to person, but over time it can change. So it's important to calculate what your body needs right now. What you want to factor into this is your current weight. You want to factor in your activity level, the type of workouts you're doing, how long you're working out. Uh, as mamas, whether you're breastfeeding or not. And then your goal is your goal to maintain weight. Is it to lose weight? Are you wanting to build muscle? There's so many calculators out there that can help you figure this out, but what you need on a caloric level is important because again, at the end of the day, weight loss is about expending more energy than you're taking in. Now this doesn't have to be a crazy deficit. And as moms, we want to protect our supply for breastfeeding. So it is important to do this right and to fall within that range that our body needs most days, because then we don't have to worry about our supply decreasing, about feeling deprived, about feeling hungry. This is something I do help clients with, uh, but there's so many ways to approach it. There's so many ways to approach the amount of calories you need. I personally do a really simplified form of macros because I don't like to read labels and calories and do exact numbers that can lead to some, just sometimes brings up issues that I had in my past with perfectionism, (laughs) but there's a lot of ways to approach your actual caloric need that you need to take in. So again, 
figuring out exactly what your body needs, and then sticking to that most days of the week, a majority of days falling within a range or close to that number, and making sure that your diet is well-rounded, that you're getting nutrients from a variety of sources, a variety of food groups, as you're aiming to hit that caloric intake on a daily basis. Sticking to this over time, again, your body is getting used to constantly adapting and getting used to what you're doing for your body. So if you're used to just taking in a whole bunch of carbs and exercising the same type of way, and you've been doing that for months, it might take longer for your weight loss plateau to go away, to break through that weight loss plateau, because your body has adapted to what you've been doing. And this is not anything good. It doesn't define you or give you worth or prove you unworthy. It just is a, it's just fact. It's just the way our body works. Some and and the way our bodies respond are all so unique, but at the end of the day, again, being in a calorie deficit, that's not going to put you in a deficit. That's so low that your milk supply gets affected, that you're hungry all the time or deprived, or that your hormones start to get off balance. Things like that can happen if you go too far into a deficit. So it's important to make sure that you're close to what you need and in a reasonable range but sticking to this over time, most days, not expecting perfection, but being intentional and doing that right will help you break through that plateau. And bonus, um, as you're working towards that, that number, that range that your body needs, you want to phase your diet. You don't want to be eating the same thing every single day or eating the same way every single day or the same types of ways, you know, month to month to month, just like working out, our body needs variety in exercise, just like it needs variety in nutrition. So, you know, you hear things out there like eating seasonally, eating the fruits and vegetables that are in season, things like that help, uh, approaching nutrition in different types of ways, changing up your macronutrients, um, on a weekly or monthly basis, same times of day, different times of day, things like that all play into how you can phase your diet. Uh, it basically all phasing your diet means is that you're just giving variety in how you're eating, when you're eating, what you're eating. So it's a little bonus tip there for you when you're working towards that caloric need that your body has is not doing it the same exact way day in and day out for months. That's something that's led to a weight loss plateau for me in the past. So a little bonus tip there for you. So let's recap those five things that you can do if you're facing a weight loss plateau today. Number one is change up your workouts and give yourself some variety in how you're moving your body. Check your sleep. Check your sleep because sleep affects impulse control, which ultimately can tie back to nutrition. Check your stress levels. Number three, stress raises cortisol, which can increase our appetite at certain times. So check your stress levels. Number four is track what you're eating or food journal, whichever wording you like better, but just be aware of what you're putting in your body, when, how much, and how you're feeling both physically and emotionally in those times when you're choosing to eat and choosing what you're eating. So food journal and track what you're eating. And number five is calculate exactly what your body needs on a caloric level, because ultimately weight loss comes down to being in a calorie deficit. And if you're not in one more days than not, or any of these other things are factoring in, it's going to be harder to break through that weight loss plateau or break through it at all. Uh, And little bonus tip for you, a little tough love mom tip here is be diligent. Okay. We know when we're not doing what we need to do. We know if one of these things or if all of these things are just way off course, deep down, we know that. 
it can just be really uncomfortable to face it. And often that's why we're stuck in a weight loss plateau. Maybe it's the mindset of it being the holidays right now. And we want to just enjoy all the things, but we also want to lose weight, but we want to enjoy all the things. Decide what's more important. Okay. If it is more important to just enjoy the holidays right now and not worry about the scale and maybe gain a couple of pounds and have to work harder for it next year. And you're cool with that then be cool with it and stop stressing about being in a plateau right now. If you're wanting to break through a plateau and you've really been stuck for a while and you're really frustrated, then get more disciplined. It's a matter of choice. And unfortunately, I mean, you can pop your earbuds in whenever you want and just listen to me, give you some tough love. You can replay this a couple of minutes right here whenever you need it, but I can't make that choice for you. Only you can make those choices. And what's cool What's so cool is when you're disciplined in one area of life, it bleeds over into other things. So if you feel like you're kind of falling apart in your routine and your patience with your kids, maybe your workouts are just slacking right now, whatever it is, if you just choose one thing to start being disciplined in, it often will bleed over into other areas of your life, other habits you want to be more disciplined with. So just be diligent. If it's something you're really wanting to break through, be aware, be be willing to acknowledge what you're not doing as well as you know you could do it because that is the first step in actually making the change, right? That's the first step in addressing one of these areas that is actually holding you back or that could actually be the breakthrough to your weight loss plateau because we know what we're doing that's not working and we know what we're doing that is working. Most of the time, deep down, we know that it's just hard to face, okay? Um, And I just want you to remember too, I want to remind you that giving your best one day might look different than your best on another day, right? That's motherhood for us. That's motherhood. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. (laughs) But sometimes our best on a really, really good day when everything's going right, we have a lot of energy and we slept well is going to be a whole nother echelon than what our best looks like on a day where our husband's been gone for five days and our kids are going through sleep regressions and everyone's sick, right? Our best on that kind of day is going to be way lower standard than our best on a really good day. So just remind, remember that Not every day is going to be to the same level, the same standard that you have pictured in your mind, but you can give your best every day and you know what will work and what won't and what is right for your body and what isn't. We need to trust in that. We need to be diligent with it instead of just giving into what's easy. So there's your tough love mom tip for the day, I guess. (laughs) What I want you to do after this, what I really want you to do right now, right now, like come back to me if you're doing dishes or laundry, just like stop your feet for a second, stop your hands and listen into my voice real quick. What I want you to do right now, give yourself a gut check. Okay. I'll make you feel a little uncomfortable. Maybe you got some butterflies in your stomach. It's okay. Which one of these five things do you need to tackle first? You need to tackle right now. If you're in the midst of a plateau or when you come up on one, what's the one thing you're going to tackle first? Is it changing up your workouts? Are you going to be more diligent about your sleep or your stress levels? Are you going to start tracking what you're eating? Or are you going to finally figure out exactly what your body needs on a caloric level? Which one of those five are you going to dive into first? Okay. Let, let us know, head over to the tough love mom squad, our exclusive Facebook group for this podcast and join the conversation. Let us know there's a post up there. Let us know which one of these five things is the first thing, the number one thing that you're going to address and hone in on to help break through this plateau that you're facing. If you're not in there, the link to join the Tough Love Mom Squad is below. You're going to be surrounded by a bunch of moms that are just being intentional on their journeys, not expecting perfection of themselves, but just being intentional. So 
All you have to do is answer a couple questions to make sure you're actually a listener, which obviously you are because you're right here, but make sure you're actually a listener of the show and go comment on that post. Go let us know what's the one thing you're going to do to hone in. How is it helping you? (laughs) What hit home with you today? I can't wait to chat with you in there. Oh, it's just a great group of mamas. So go join us in there. And remember, if you need some help in your postpartum weight loss habits, maybe you, you really need some accountability around this, or you need help with your routines, your mindset, your outlook, whatever it is, head to the link below in the show notes. And we're going to work through those things and get you consistent and disciplined. You and me face to face. Okay. Accountability is often the answer. And I'm here to provide you that I'm here to provide you that. So scroll down into the show notes and grab a one-on-one session with me or grab a bundle of sessions so we can really get you accountable and going in the right direction with your habits and your mindset and whatever it is you need to work on, whatever it is you need my help with, grab one of those sessions below. The link is called one-on-one coaching. So go grab one of those or a bundle bundles, the way to go. So you can really get that sustained accountability and really make those changes. And remember, remember mama that you already have everything that you need inside you to accomplish what you want to make happen in your journey. Okay. Believe that take hold of that right now. You have everything you need inside of you and you may not be in control of your circumstances. You aren't, you're not in control of your circumstances. Let me rephrase that. You are not in control of them, but you are in control of the choices that you make despite them. Okay. So go take on this day, go break through that plateau you're facing, go tell us in the tough love mom squad, what it is that you're going to tackle first and go get after it before you go. Thank you for spending this time with me on the tough love mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.